All right, we're back with another episode of the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes. And as always in the studio with me, we've got my brother, Phil Hayes. Primo Phil. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How'd you oh, like yeah. the uh, that Super Bowl last night, Phil? It was good. I mean, it... it to be honest with you, I didn't have a whole lot invested in it, but it was fun to watch. It was a great game. Uh, we did talk about our bets on the last podcast. And yeah. of course, Phil, you had picked the Kansas City Chiefs. I win. I took the 49ers and I yeah. thought I had it till about the end. So we'll have to figure out a punishment for me <laughs> somewhere along the line uh, as you did get the better Ooh, of me. I'll have to think. Yeah. Go easy on me here. Hey, yeah. uh, but uh, since we did talk about the commercials, was, was there anything that you saw yeah. Um, I, you know what the commercial, I think my favorite was the, uh, Jason Momoa commercial where he it uh, creeped me out. It, it was, it was creepy, but I like creepy. And he, uh, he came home and he's taken off all of his, uh, like he takes off his arms. He's this little skinny dude. He's got, uh, he's a twerp. Basically. Yeah. And it was funny when he tried to bench press at the end and yeah, the lady was like holding up the bar for him. That was his wife. I think that, oh, that was, was the, uh, the, she was used to be on the Cosby show. I forget her as, name. I'm not as observant. Um, but the thing is with that, Phil, what, uh, did you see, like, I didn't think there were really great standout no. commercials. I like the Bill Murray one because you can't yeah. really go wrong with Bill Murray, of course, but, uh, that was the Jeep gladiator commercial. Yep. Um, and then also a, a, a nod to the little Caesars one that we touched I, that was on. Good. I thought it was solid with Rain Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, that stood out. It was, uh, uh, funny. Yes. Little Caesars now finally offering delivery. It's the best yeah. thing since sliced bread. Rain Wilson playing the inventor of sliced bread, yes. uh, running the sliced bread company, and basically it was good. goes insane because now there's something better than sliced bread. Um, yep, and then and he becomes and the end was the best I thought. Where he, he ends up the he becomes a delivery, a delivery driver. driver. Yeah. So yeah, not overly thrilled with the commercials this year, but no. regardless, that's not what today's show is about. No, it's Today, not. we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to have fun. We're going to play ourselves a little game, Phil, that I like to call overrated, underrated. Little little uh, game show theme song music there to go I with the like game it. today. Something yeah. different. I think you're going to enjoy this. We talked about it a little bit ahead of time, Phil. Um, but I'm going to give you a few options here, and uh, you're simply going to give me the response of, oh, if you think that that thing is overrated or underrated. And that's gotcha. going to be as it pertains kind of to the apparel industry here. Um, so let's start off, Phil. Number one. Okay. Pain for graphic design. Do you think that that is overrated or underrated? I would say as a printer, it is underrated. Ding, 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 ding. We have yep. a winner, Phil. I agree with you on this one. I yep. think paying for graphic design is very underrated. For so sure. many people avoid this at all costs. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and it's something in screen printing. If you have nasty artwork, you're going to have a nasty print. It's just the way that it is. There's not much you can do about it. No. And so many people are, and, and nothing against them. So many people are, you know, they, they know a little bit and they know just yeah. enough to be dangerous with it to where they can get something down, but they can't get it in the proper format or something they're doing isn't jiving with, um, the, the screen printing process yeah. or the design process where it's like, Hey, this might look good on paper, but it's not going to work in these other applications. And then that's where we come in as a professional and say, you know, we can help you here, yeah, definitely. but there's going to be some added costs. And the problem is for some people, 
they've already paid for it. They yeah. paid a, a, a small amount. Right. And now you're coming back and telling them they have to pay for it again. So it makes it very difficult to describe that to the customer because sometimes the graphic designer that they're working with, they don't even know what vector art is and they don't even no. know some of these branding guidelines or um, graphic design guidelines that they should be following to ensure that the person they're working with is getting the best bang for their buck and it's being done the right way. Yeah, for sure. And that's something when you're screen printing, there's a whole new throw out the rule book for what yeah, you know. It's a lot different. Yeah, because when you're printing on top of a garment and at times you got to layer inks and stuff like that it's a lot different setup and sure. to have somebody that knows what they're doing in that aspect that can set it up for you in the proper way. It's so valuable. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing. How many times have you seen, uh, like either driving by on a, a sign or a t-shirt or a company logo, uh, that, that somebody hands you on a business card. It's very difficult to read some of the fonts. Yeah. They're not using, uh, they're, or they're using maybe three or four different fonts in a logo, yep. which is kind of against the rules. So definitely you can tell when it's something where they've just kind of slapped something together. They're trying to save themselves maybe a hundred, $200. What is yep. it real? I mean, you can get to a point where graphic design is extremely expensive. People have Big paid time. tens of thousands, if not more for uh, a custom branding portfolio or package for their company. And then you have other people who, you know, they refuse to spend a dime and sometimes it shows and it's, yep. you're not leading with your best foot. And it's our job as the printer or the company offering the graphic yeah. design to say, Hey guys, I think that we can help you out here and we can actually give you more bang for your buck. That return on investment for graphic design is huge. So I would say definitely paying for graphic design is an underrated uh, tool that people just don't take advantage of. Yeah, it's definitely a must have in this type of environment. And if you, you I any environment business, yeah, I mean, in right. general, I mean, you're doing anything you're leading with your best foot forward. So pay that little bit extra money. And yeah, you know, and it's a lot of times done. it's a for your logo. It's a one time thing. Just get it done. It will help you out in the long run for sure. Yeah, go to a professional. Go to yep. a professional. All right, number two, Phil. We've got online stores for your ordering. Now, yep. this is something that we have done a lot of, even more so lately. Um, it tends to be the trend, in especially in our industry, because it is yep. so easy with some of our uh, the tools that we have. Any any printer who's working with the public should be able to offer this to you if they are yep. uh, positioning themselves to be a, a, a quality shop. For it's, sure. it's definitely uh, above and beyond what you want to offer. But is it necessarily the right way for placing orders? You know what? I think this one is a bit overrated. Um, that's just my opinion. And see, I'm kind of old school with this type of stuff. I don't like going online and using that. You're like, give me an order the, form. Yeah. Let me I, fill it out. Right. Submit the order via the, the Excel sheet or yeah. however you want to do it. Um, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. But I also realize that as a company, it's something that you have to offer. You don't want to get left in the dust by these other guys like custom Inc and those type of companies. But the, for me, I do, I think it's a little bit overrated. I think sometimes good old fashioned pen and paper is, is the way to go. Get it in their hands and they're yeah. more likely to give it back to you. That's some yep. of the struggle that we see with the online stores. It's when it's not something, um, that is tangible that you can put in their hands. One, they put it off. Yeah. And two, you've got people after the fact, after the store closes, Oh, can I, can I still get in on that? I still want some of that action. Yeah. Um, so as much as I hate to say it, I think even right now, 
I, I, I'd have to agree with you, Phil, yeah. that online stores for ordering are overrated right now, not because they're not a good tool, because right, they, they absolutely are. are. Uh, I'm throwing out the overrated tag because everybody thinks it's going to um, uh, just explode when they put it out there, yeah. and they're going to uh, have no problem with the ordering process. It's going to increase their volumes. And if it's shared properly and if they get that out there, I can't tell you how many times people have come in and said, you know, oh, I'm expecting X, Y, Z numbers. Yeah. Never hits doesn't those numbers. Happen. It just doesn't happen because it's a, it's a combination of, um, one, a lot of them, they're marking up the apparel right. because it's online. They think they can get away with that a little more. I think, I think that that plays into the psyche a bit. Um, but two, it's just, how are you sharing it? Yeah, Is it exactly. going out in an email blast? Are you linking it through your existing website? Are you sharing it on Facebook or other social media? What's the rollout plan? And it seems like sometimes when things are rushed, it doesn't go according to plan. I agree. But when it's something, and, and, and simple tends to work for online stores. Yes, definitely. Don't overload the product offerings. No. Um, you know, don't do a, a, a variety of designs because you're not going to hit your minimums on a lot when you give people so many options. So I think some of the most successful online stores that we've had have been very, very simple yeah. and uh, limited in their product offerings. And those always tend to be the most successful, believe yeah. it or not. The, uh, the one design, one uh, uh, few simple products, those tend to do better than the others. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's that's why for this one, I, I say overrated, but also necessary. It's a good tool and yeah. it's something that people want to offer. And it's something that I think will continue to become the mainstay Yep. Um, so anybody not offering that right now for the apparel industry is doing themselves and a, their clients disservice because for sure. there's also an element of less room for error yeah, because now definitely. you're not relying on somebody tallying up, uh, counts or, uh, going off of a spreadsheet that may right. have been there. There's too many, it gets into the hands of too many people, yeah, that's things not get, good. but we have had some glitches on our end, even with our yeah. platform where it's spitting out numbers that are wrong. And we're like, wait a second, how yeah. is this happening? So there is still, you still got to be mindful and right. catch that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it, uh, it makes the, the, the process a lot easier too, for going through and sorting orders and Definitely. everything else like that. So, uh, we've got overrated for online stores for ordering next up. A better quality product. Is that an yep. overrated or underrated uh, category? I, I think right now as we're doing the Primo podcast, I would have to say it's underrated. You better say underrated. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, what the heck are we <laughs> yeah, doing here? Exactly. And that's the thing is that ever since we've been putting that uh, Primo stamp of approval on our work, I, I do feel like we've seen a huge upswing in business. It's just been better. And the demand for these products has gone up. We're yeah. consciously making that um, assessment to our customers to say, listen, we can get you into this. Pro and, yeah. and here's the thing. It's not the upsell. Right. And that's what I think some people kind of misinterpreted as. Yes. It's not that it's like, Hey, you know, well, you know, we can sell you the, the undercoating on the, right. the, on the car when yeah. you're getting out of there. And it's like David Putty at the, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. at, at the car dealership. <laughs> yeah. As soon as uh, him and Elaine break up, uh, Jerry is no longer in the driver's seat yep. and he starts getting all these little charges tacked on. Right. That's not what this is. No, not at all. And the reason why it's not that is because you've got to look at your ROI. I tweeted out a great article earlier um, or later this past week uh -huh. where it was your $4 shirt is costing you millions of dollars. Right, exactly. And the simple uh, assessment of that is when you go cheap, when you get an inferior product, yep you 
your ROI or return on investment yep. is slashed because guess what? This is not a repeat shirt anymore. No. People are not wearing it and seeing it on a regular basis. You're that the the three extra dollars that you might spend yeah. on a quote unquote primo t-shirt, which yep. is a better quality product, is going to be seen so many more times because the person who uh, it receives it is wearing it more often and it becomes part of their regular rotation. It's something people want to wear. Yep. Don't sell yourself short by looking at just that bottom dollar price. Yeah, you can't do that. Get the upgraded product. Product. You don't have to uh, spend a, a, a heck of a lot more. No. It's a low uh, added cost to improve the vision right. that um, is going to be applied to your company or whatever you're doing when you order a shirt. So go yeah. with that Primo T. I mean, I'm not just I, saying I it because we sell it. It's because it's been proven to work. We're passing right. along. Our method of madness is working yeah. here. And that's and that's why we're pushing it. It's not because of you know of that. It's because it's it was something that for us it just seemed to be the right thing to do for the company. Because it worked. Yeah, it worked. It worked. Very um, good. Next up, this is something that is this is a this is a tough one here. Yeah, it uh, is. Because especially in our industry, um, you see a lot of people uh, going two different ways. You yep. either are, you're tucked back away in a production facility yeah, or you're completely online. Right. Or you go the other route where you have a storefront, a retail presence for your business. Yeah. Um, so my question, Phil, overrated, underrated, a storefront. This one is very hard for me to give a solid answer because I think it all depends on where your business, what stage your business is at. Sure. But I would say for this day and age, it's a little bit overrated because if you, if, especially if you're a business that's just starting out, it's something where if you don't need to have that storefront at first for that extra cost, I know we've talked about this before. Don't do it. Don't, don't feel like you have to have a storefront. Yeah, Phil, I agree with you 100%. I think yep. even though, you know, we've had multiple storefronts over the the uh um the the span of our business and yeah. you know spoiler alert looking for more right. uh, we'll touch on that another time but yep. uh a, a storefront can be overrated yeah. because when you get down to brass tacks the the storefront a lot of people feel like they have to rush into it like yep. you said and they feel like before they've even proven themselves or established something, they're saying, well, where can I put my business? Because I want a place to go. I want to open yeah. it up to the public. But there's so much that can be done online these days. Yeah. And when I see people just jumping straight into it, I got a question, did you run your numbers? Do right. you really know what happened uh, or, or, or how this is going to play out? Especially, we've had this conversation before where, Phil, I'm like, I'm looking and I'm saying, you, when you open your business and you're closed in six months, did you really think it was going to be six months before you were turning right. a product? No, it takes years. I mean, these things could be, you could easily be waiting three years before you're profitable. That's not Definitely. an uncommon timeline. But when so many people are gone after six months, I'm like, how quick did you think this was going to happen? Right. Um, but even in today's age, storefronts are starting to come back a little bit. Yeah. Where where you see the closures of the 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 malls and the big box stores, but it's starting to trickle down to these little towns and areas where there's shopping districts and yep. people can go and they can walk around and um, that's always been a thing. But I think it's more so now. And even you see Amazon going backwards and saying, okay, now we're gonna have storefronts. Right. You know, and which is they establish themselves. Look exactly. how that works. 
works. They, yeah. they didn't go in with the idea of we're going to buy out Borders Books and Musics or uh, yeah. whatever else, Whole Foods. No, we're going to work our way into that after we've crushed it at yep. a certain level. So I think thinking that you need that storefront to be successful before you've proven yourself otherwise yeah. um, is definitely an overrated concept. Yeah, run the numbers. That's what you have to do. If you Great can advice, af- Primo Phil. Yeah, if you can afford to do it, by all means, go for the storefront. But realize, like Zach just said, that you might not turn a profit for a long time. You have to plan. Nice. Nice yeah. input, Phil. Thank you. All right. So, um, uh, experience or product knowledge, is that yeah. going to be overrated or underrated? I, this one to me is totally underrated, but I think also people know that you, you need to have a good knowledge and experience when you're in any business. But yeah, I would say it's underrated. I think if you're not familiar with the products you're using, the products that you're printing, it's not, it's not good for anybody. Yeah, I agree, Phil. Underrated, of course. I mean, experience, product knowledge, who doesn't want that? I, yeah. I've seen far too often, especially in this industry where you get right. people popping up, yep. they want to be the middleman or they oh, want yeah. to be the go-between and they want to use other people who are knowledgeable right. to represent them. But at the end of the day, they're not leading with that with their customer. Their customers no. are getting somebody who is not necessarily knowledgeable about the products or right. the process, and they end up with something that is less than desirable. Um, that's where that $4 t-shirt comes into yeah, play. Exactly. You get a lot of people going on the cheap end and nobody's stopping them and saying, hey, wait a second, there's a better way to do this. Or have you thought about yeah. the the ROI on this? Have you thought about what you're actually presenting? Um, so somebody who can walk you through this and say, well, we recommend this because we've seen it work before. We've gotten the feedback. We know from our suppliers who are trying to educate us which are good products and which ones pass over. I've even been looking, you know, even even internally, we have to check that with our own uh, uh, staff sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, we may be knowledgeable, but not. it's going to take a while for everybody else to get experience. So we're trying to pass along our experience. Yeah. But every once in a while, we'll get caught up and I'll say, wait a second, did we, did we, did we give them this option? Yeah, did we think tough. about that? Um, and it not just comes, it doesn't just come from a sales standpoint too, but it comes from a production standpoint as yeah. well. You know, it's like, you know, with you guys, Phil, you've been, you've been on the job now, probably a little over 10 years, yeah. but you've really only been printing for the last three or four yeah, consistently. So right. you're still gaining your knowledge and experience, for but sure. to, as time goes on, you figure out better ways to do things. Yeah. And that, that just bodes to the strength of, uh, our, of, of us here at fam's printing, yeah. uh, what we're doing because you're putting out a better product to your, um, um, for sure. customers. Yeah. And this is something I don't care what, if you're a business owner or whatever, it doesn't matter. Everybody has ran into somebody, uh, in their experiences that wasn't, didn't know what they were doing. Everybody has, whether it's a customer service agent or, you know, when you're ordering like at a business, you, somebody's always ran, you've run into somebody like that. Yeah. And when you see it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's pretty it's obvious. Tough. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's the, um, you know, and, and you see it, uh, I don't know why our industry is like this because I talked to so many people who are like, yeah, I used to do that. Right. Or yeah, I had a buddy who used to do that. They, they don't, it's very hard to be all in on that. And I feel bad for the right. people who are using companies like that. Uh, yeah. whether it's, and, and there's, Hey, there's some people who do some great work out of their garage or their basement for sure. Not that it doesn't happen. We started in a basement. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. 
But at the same, we didn't rush into that star front. Go no. back a little bit. But that's one of those things where you, you want to be using somebody who's all in. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to, you know, and it always helps to give people a shot or people a break. But if it's, if it's not going to be for your best interest, then you got to look elsewhere at the end of the day. So you yep. definitely want to be utilizing a company or a person or whoever I, that has I, experience and knowledge about what you're you're getting from them. I totally line. agree because if if you think from the beginning that you're not getting that good customer service, then shop around. Yeah, I agree. So one last one here before we wrap it up, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Yeah, overrated, underrated. The Primo Podcast. The Primo Podcast is highly, highly underrated. So this, underrated. This is the most underrated one on the so list. So underrated. Yeah. I mean, and and this is something, I know we've talked about this on the Primo Podcast before, but this is something, even if we don't have many listeners, this is something that we have kept up with. We I don't think we've missed more than a week at a time. Consi- we're nothing if not consistent at right. this point, Phil. Yeah. And it's been very good for us to get together every Monday morning, sit yeah. down here. I feel like it's gotten a lot more uh, fun to do over yeah. time. And it's something that I think everybody should be listening to. Yeah, I mean, do yourself a favor, and obviously, if you're hearing us talk yeah. about this, you uh, you would agree with us that it's Tell underrated. Uh, yep. But share that with people too, because you're right, Phil. It is very difficult to um, be consistent. We've done the podcast thing in the past. Yeah, we did. I don't think we got any more than ten episodes in. No, um, we've made this a point to be consistent with, and yep. we have record. I don't. I think we've missed maybe two Mondays. Yeah. Out of the last, I mean, we start. When did we start this? It was a while back. I mean, was it shoot. October? I, like, was it, it, it was somewhere maybe, around like there. end of September, early October? So now we're into February. Yeah. So I think this is here to stay. Yeah. So at the I very agree. least, our, our listeners can expect that from us. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, we're, we've almost got thirty episodes. I, we've recorded over thirty episodes. Yeah. We're 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 holding a few in the holsters here. Um. But yeah, it has been fun, and I think we're. Uh, it's always good to discuss your business. Um, yeah. I was actually in the. Uh, I, w- I was going to get some lunch at Tomato and Basil the other day. Yeah, and uh, the owner there, Chandler, he's like, "Hey, loving the podcast you guys do." I was listening, listening eh? to some of those, and um, so it's a, it's fun to see that people are enjoying it. Yeah, um, and you know, I'm like, hey. Come on down. I'd love to yeah. talk to you, you know, because he's a business owner. He started right. his company when he was, or he took over that uh, establishment when he was very young. So I look forward to having him in here soon, talking a little bit about his journey and anybody else out there who's listening. We've had other business owners on in the past. We want to continue that trend. Yeah. So if you feel that um, you are a, a candidate for the Primo podcast and you'd like to talk about your business a little bit, just send us a direct message on Twitter. Yeah. You know, that's the best way to get a hold of us as far as that goes. Um, I'm at Primo Tees on Twitter. You can find Phil at Primo Phil on um, Twitter and Instagram. I'm yes, at Primo sir. USA on Instagram. Uh, get your episodes on Apple. Uh, Apple iTunes. We yep. got Spotify. Spotify. And as always, you can get those on primotees.com. Don't forget to check us out there. And I enjoyed this one, Phil, the too. overrated, underrated. Yeah. We've got a few more on the list. I think we're going to bring this back for we'll another time. Yeah. So until then, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Primo Podcast. Don't forget, content is king and the struggle is real. Yeah.